I think that sometimes our understanding of forgiveness is that if we forgive, we're allowing permission. It's like we're saying, well, what you did to me was okay. And that's not, yeah. not the case. I suppose in every relationship, we end up wronging the other person in yeah. some way. Yeah. Not necessarily, we're, you know, we won't go, we're not talking about the level of abusive relationships, but we're, mm. you know, our self has taken centre stage and wanting to get our own needs met, mm. we will do things that are not the most loving right. for the others in relationship. Yeah, Free falling with the coach and the counsellor, Daryl and Beck. Making sense of connection, spirituality and being human. Forgiveness is a really, I don't know if it's a, an in term, it, it does talk about, I suppose, a way of healing for a lot of us today. And we hear about that and it's, it can be a big word. And then it's got a place in culture where sometimes people say, well, that's just wussy to forgive. Mm. And then the psychologists will say, well, it's important for your mental health to forgive. Mm. But then there's this whole thing around injustice in the world. How can you mm -hmm. forgive mm. injustice? Mm. How does that work? Mm. So it's a really kind of big topic. I'm not sure what we're going to do with it today. But yeah. <laughs> we can have a go. We can have a go. That's all we ever do. We have a go. Have a go. Yeah. One of the concepts, and I'm not sure how this feeds into it completely, but, you know, we see some of the memes that talk about forgiveness and part of its truth I believe where when we don't forgive someone it means that we're chained to the person that we don't forgive mm -hmm. where their negative impact on our life is now kind of part of our experience for as long as we hang on to it mm -hmm. so there's that part of it and I know even spiritually there's that picture of letting go, which is in the whole Greek words, and I'm not quite sure how this is related, just, I'll just riff and see if, how it comes together, is the Greek idea in the New Testament scripture of letting go, kenosis, they call it. And it's kind of how Jesus emptied himself. I suppose emptying himself mm. is probably more of that. But that was kind of like a letting go of his potential to be right or to be God or letting go of that kind of thing or even his need to be served or anything else that might come from being part of the Godhead or mm. being divine and let go of that and it was of no consequence to him and there's a form of prayer uh, a meditation where it's actually not about thinking things or thinking through things or thinking deeply it's actually about letting go and some would suggest that that's actually in that letting go of some of our thoughts we're also in some ways identifying with the character of Jesus in that sense you know in the person so we're identifying with that in the point of we're letting go of things that concern us mm -hmm and things that might we might be ruminating on and yeah and that that can be quite helpful mm. so it's, it's kind of spiritual and then it crosses over into psychological and there's there's all sorts of things in there isn't there and i suppose some baggage as well like you know spiritual baggage from we have to forgive and yeah yeah, where it's pressure. Yeah, yeah, an obligation. And even told outright that if we don't forgive, God can't forgive us. Yeah, yeah. So it's up to us to, you know, God is powerless. If uh, That's right. That's tough stuff to put on a person, isn't it? Mm. Like, especially if you're in a place where you're hurting so much, mm. you're traumatised by whatever 
yeah incident whatever life mm. experience that you had that you're not in a place where you can let that go where it's so big in your life that it's hard to differentiate where your personal well-being is versus the injustice or the yeah. wrongness about yeah. whatever happened to you and how yeah. that's going to be dealt with yeah or if it is going to be dealt with yeah I think in my experience, I struggled more with forgiveness when I was growing up in the Christian church than I do now that I'm out of the church for quite a few reasons. One, obviously, I've grown up a bit. But also, I think for me, I was told so often that forgiveness then comes with a expectation of reconciliation uh. because Jesus reconciled us to God because he forgave us and in forgiving us for all the terrible things we've done we then became reconciled to god and so it is now our responsibility to replicate that same way of being so if people have wronged us we forgive them and then we look for what reconciliation might look like yeah and so i saw that happen over and over again and I clearly remember when I was 12, we were living <laughs> on a missionary base. We had moved interstate and were living in this communal thing with hundreds of other people. And there was this young couple and I was brought along with them to babysit their kid and we visited a house and it was a professional football player and his wife and he had been accused of domestic violence against her and this couple from the community that we were a part of they were brought into this situation to help the wife forgive him so that reconciliation mm. could happen and I as a 12 year old was brought into this situation hearing all this stuff and this was just normal yeah. to me in in this particular community and so it gave me this really skewed thing that people are allowed to fuck you over and really do tremendous damage um, repeatedly repeatedly yep and you forgive them and seek reconciliation because that's what jesus did mm. and so i think that sometimes our understanding of forgiveness is that if we forgive we're allowing permission it's like we're saying well what you did to me was okay and that's not yep. not the case no. with true forgiveness what it's supposed to do and how, how it releases your own body mind and spirit yeah that's a big deal isn't it and there is it's just those two different components there's one that has to do with your own mental health but reconciliation crikey dick yeah i mean we've talked before about what love looks like mm. and love doesn't necessarily like to to look for the the growth the spiritual growth if that's how we put it of the other person mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily always mean that you allow them absolutely to go back to the way that they were operating mm -hmm. before that's right or provide them with the same circumstances that would allow them to do that that's or to right. perpetrate the same yeah. sorts of activities or yeah. actions that it's about growing it's yeah, about that's right putting them in an environment where they would grow yeah and that may not be certainly the same place that mm. you know was precedingly yeah so yeah. you may not be in relationship in the same way or anything like that that's right and shouldn't be no and because it's not loving for your own self that's right or in fact for the other person that's right yeah and it that becomes as we think through forgiveness but there's also the restitution or the like even spiritually in the new testament or even in some of the old testament 
there's this idea there's two kinds of punishment or judgment and that might come from you know the disconnect that happens say when somebody does something wrong mm-hmm. but in in the god speak it was generally always about restoration not retribution but in restoration there's still you know within that is pulling out of that person those characteristics that needed to be burnt off shall we say and sometimes restoration and reconciliation from a forgiveness point of view i still think it plays a vital role but i think it often happens intrapersonally yeah. yeah like yeah it's it happens within yourself so when you release someone into forgiveness and you choose that you're no longer going to have that energetic tie you restore to yourself the parts of your mind body spirit that have held that trauma and that pain and perhaps unforgiveness and just choose it to no longer carry it decide that the trauma of that situation or the wrongness wrongdoing Mm. of that situation is enough has had enough impact on you psychologically or physically and now it is time to let that go and cleanse it from your body and so there is a restoration of what was taken from you being brought back in Mm. yeah which is a different way and has nothing to do with the other no person. yeah so again it's picking up responsibility for your own wellness mm-hmm. in that sense yeah it's almost like it needs its own different word yeah that's it? yeah because we think about it yeah. as i forgive you that's right no in my mind in, in my space in in my own private time i no longer connect you with and am negatively impacted shall we say that's how mm-hmm. we choose not to be negatively impacted or defined by that past mm-hmm. incident in that relationship or series of incidents and i choose to define my life in the way that i become responsible for and manage yeah. myself yeah and we owe it to ourselves and others to work through our own issues yeah. so someone could have done really terrible terrible things to us and we didn't invite that we are a victim in that situation but then we owe it to ourselves to no longer continue in that way because you are then choosing to allow yourself to be robbed of a full and happy life and no you didn't choose what happened to you and no Mm -hmm. you never wanted that to be a thing and you would never wish that on anyone else ever but now you have a choice to move past that and we owe it to ourselves and the longer we hold on to that unforgiveness the longer we keep that tension and that negative energy in our body and then we pass that trauma on to others And we end up hurting them and needing their forgiveness because we haven't dealt with our own shit. And part of dealing with our own shit is forgiving people and learning to to let that go for our own benefit and for the people that we love so that we are not causing destruction. Mm. I suppose in every relationship, we end up wronging the other person in some way. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, we won't go, we're not talking about the level of, abusive relationships but where mm. you know our self has taken center stage and wanting to get our own needs met mm. we will do things that are not the most loving that's right. for the others in relationship yeah, so there is a place within relationship as we continue in relationship where we can it's not let each other off the hook but not hold that as a scorecard yeah 
in, yeah. in, the, in the relationship. And I suppose if you are continuing in relationship, there's, that's not a, it, it's not healthy to, to keep scorecards. <laughs> that's right, yeah. And I think in any relationship where that's occurring, you have to make a decision. Can I forgive and move past this? Or is this something I can forgive, but I can't actually move past and stay in the relationship? And that's okay too, but you have to make a decision because trying to forgive, but knowing that you actually, there are some things that people can't get past that can't be then brought into reconciliation. So, you know, like I'm not going to name them because people can survive all sorts of things, but there does have to be that choice of whether you Mm. can move past it then, because if you are thinking that you can just forgive, but you're still keeping this record, you're keeping this scorecard and you're constantly reminding someone of all the ways that they've screwed you over, you're holding yourself and them in this bind of negativity and the relationship can't flourish Mm. and it can't do what it's supposed to do. And I suppose that's the place when... And you can't flourish no, in that space. No, because basically what you're saying is right there, it, like it defines it as a, a locked-in relationship mm-hmm. that is permanent in yeah. this state. With a, And with a power imbalance. Yeah. And we have seen over and over again, relationships with any kind of power imbalance, even parenting, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. It can't work. Yeah. So again, what we're gunning for is a relationship which is growing, mm. where we're continuing to learn, mm-hmm. learning how to love each other better, mm-hmm. and where there is that sense that we are continuing to change and evolve yeah. in our relationship together. Therefore, who you were and what you did yesterday is not who you are and what you're necessarily going to do today. Yeah, that's right. And allowing someone to step into that. Yeah. And allowing ourselves to step into that because I think so often one of the hardest lessons we have to learn is how to forgive ourselves and how to extend grace to ourselves. And I know that I have looked back on past Beck and really despised her Mm. for the way that she chose to seek out significance or security or safety or Mm. love. And that can bring up feelings of shame for me. But if I look at past Beck and go, wow, she really did the absolute best she could with what she had at the time. And I guess forgiving, but I wouldn't even call it, I think years ago I would have called it needing to forgive myself. Now I just see it as kind of just immersing that whole experience in grace. We are just humans being humans and we need just bucket loads of grace every freaking day. But allowing yourself to be okay that you didn't know what you know now. Yeah. And to choose differently. Mm. And it's kind of how we define ourselves, isn't it? Because we can define ourselves by our past Mm -hmm. and the decisions we made. Mm -hmm. I'm a prick or I'm I'm a bastard. I'm a, you know, or my teacher told me I was a so-and-so. Yeah, I can see that I was. Yeah, Yeah. that's who I am. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have to define you? So it is understanding our our bigger selves, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Perhaps, you know... In some senses, we would say to start to see us how a loving creator might see us Mm. or the divine might see Mm. us who doesn't see the flaws in us Mm. but sees us as we were created originally and with all the intention and love and and purpose and excitement about what might be in the future. To be able to reclaim that for ourselves and for others that we love. Yeah, huge. 
is a big thing. Huge. But again, you know, as as we've talked about in previous episodes, mm. is that whole part about boundaries. Mm. That doesn't mean that if yeah. someone continues to not respect and value your humanness mm. or honour your your yeah. humanity, yeah. that that can continue. Yeah. That you would allow that to continue. I just think, I think we really need to develop an awareness that all of this manifests as energy mm. in our body yeah. and in the way that we go about our lives. I went shopping with my daughter recently at the beginning of this whole COVID thing and we walked into the supermarket and tensions were high. It was before lockdown had happened and so people were panic buying and the shops were just crowded. And we accidentally... Like we had just stepped inside the store and we stepped into an altercation that was taking place and we had no idea. Like even as I've stepped into it, I had no idea what was happening until we noticed that these people weren't moving. So we kind of stepped around them to go and got screamed at by this woman who said that we were being selfish and it's people like us that blah, 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 blah. And it turns out that she had been trying to make way for an elderly shopper to get through this crowd of people. And she had obviously been trying to do this for some time. And then it looked like we were pushing past as well, where we had no idea what was taking place at all. We've just walked into the shop, we're just trying to get someone. And she screams it, and then people like you, well, gosh, that triggered me. Don't people <laughs> like me, me? Sorry, you don't know anything about me. And I could feel this anger rising in me and my cheeks are flushing and I didn't reply to her I just kept moving but as I walked away I'm like ranting to my daughter and immediately was like this isn't helping anyone so I've just stepped into this place carrying this calm energy I've been accused of this thing wrongly and now my ego is bruised and I'm carrying this anger and this negativity and realized I was about to put that on to someone else like if someone had I don't know accidentally tripped me over I would have blasted them because I was in this angered state and I actually just had to stop in the aisle take a deep breath realize that that woman in that moment Moment had seen that she was trying to do the right thing and was good getting frustrated. Yeah, good yeah. intentions, getting frustrated, and obviously, you know, and then taking that out on me. But then I was going to take that out on someone else, and then that person would have taken it out on someone else. And it's this flow on effect if we don't mm. stop it. And so, forgiveness in many ways is about stopping this circuit of negativity and of repercussion behavior that has nothing to do with anybody else. And we, we probably have been hurt by someone who just didn't stop that circuit in the first place. Yeah, yeah. We have huge power yeah. to stop this, huge responsibility to stop it, and the effects of it can be massive. Mm. And go either way, that's, depending on your choice. Yeah, and that's the thing I suppose that we're bringing to understanding a lot through our conversations is that as we look at um, motivations and as we look at people instead of putting them in, mm. in a category of being against us mm -hmm. that really underneath it people have good intentions that, right. that they were still put on this planet to be a love force yeah it's got yeah. covered up over the years that's right yeah and so that together as humans as we struggle to kind of reclaim our birthright mm. <laughs> then there's going to be a lot of mess on the way mm. and there is as you say that there's that potential that we can be grace 
full or mm. grace-filled, grace-givers, and see that the action that you did wasn't necessarily motivated by malice, but by good intentions, yeah. but in the end may have been may have become misdirected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a challenge, isn't it, to be, again, on ourselves and on others, to be generous. And it is a form of generosity, isn't yeah. it, to be able to allow someone to say, well, maybe the way I'm interpreting this situation is actually not how it was intended to yeah. cross. Yeah, My entire relationship with my children changed once I started doing that with my kids. Once, instead of trying to see a behaviour happening and then dole out a punishment or a discipline for it asking what were you trying to achieve achieve here like what was happening and so often it just miscommunication or just not quite the right way that they went about it and no discipline is needed just a conversation yeah and and it fixes everything and it changes Mm. my understanding as well and makes me realize that some of the ways that I say things aren't being received the way I think they are yeah it's all just miscommunication and Mm. you know and that's not always the case yeah but again it comes back to the base of who we how we think about ourselves sometimes yeah and you know one of the things that uh you know that the the Western evangelical movement that we've we've moved away from the way that they would look at would tell us to look at ourselves is that we're dirty rotten scoundrels to yeah. start with yeah that we have no good intentions that's, in our heart yeah, that we never right. and gee gee that's dangerous stuff mm. and if that's the way you see yourself then that's the way also that you will look at anybody else and we're all just in this fight yeah fight to survive and it's only by you know, forming a team together and then still being suspicious of the person next to you that we're ever going to survive. Yeah. And if it's a game of survival, then all your survival instincts kick in and you're driven by fear and you've only got, you've only got fight or flight and then bloody hell. Uh, Like step into a supermarket during this current pandemic and we are terrified of each other. Yeah. We are just, we are standing away from each other. We're making sure that we're not like, sure, I get it. There's a, I get the, there's a respect thing exactly, as well now, isn't there? totally understand that. And I understand the need for it, for sure. However, the underlying fear factor, the mm. driving force terrifies me to observe because I see us losing that kind of like even more love and communal yeah. like yes we're all in this together but we are all viewing each other with suspicion yeah and you know that you're a risk to my well-being and you need to stay away and that concerns me a little bit yeah yeah it is a challenge like i i think again that that old time gospel retribution mm. or you know you're a rotten scoundrel as a basis i think that has permeated a lot of society as mm. well outside of the church and we kind of see ourselves as that and we've got this we have this worthless self image Mm. which we then put on to other people as well yeah i have to say i even as you're speaking i'm feeling a little bit confronted because my son has almost got enough hours to get his peas for driving and so he's currently still learning and just the other day I was saying to him look we're on a very main road six lanes lots going on trucks everywhere 
people doing stupid things and I could see something really dumb was about to happen. This huge truck was jumping three lanes to get somewhere and I knew it was coming. He didn't. So I'm explaining what's about to happen. And I'm like, just assume that everyone's an idiot (laughs) and they're going to do stupid things and be watching out for that. But then I wondered how much... Like, how often do I go through life just making that assumption about people that someone's just going to do something stupid? And And whilst my um, intention for him is be aware, be alert so that you can prevent it happening and keep yourself safe. But it kind of does set you up that your intentions are best and you are doing Mm. the right thing and the people around you are just idiots. Just stupid. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, should that be the message that I'm giving him? Is that, yeah. Everybody else in the world are selfish. Yeah. I mean, only in the context of driving. (laughs) (laughs) On the road, yes. Yeah. I mean, but that has been my way of trying to protect him and keep him. and manage, yeah. Yeah, keep him alert to the myriad things. Yes. But if that carries out into a different environment, that... That's yeah. It. Yeah. And that's right. I mean, I think that so often in a lot of stuff, we have carried stuff from one place where it is a useful yeah, it's good. way yep. to manage. Yep. And we, but we've taken that into mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other places mm-hmm. that it's no longer, op- you know. Yeah, that's and, right. and we start to see, and we know we have our society, and it's just a system that is, you know, it's, it's about keeping us safe in mm. that sense but protecting us from bad. And then we have crime shows and all. Yeah. And then we, it, it heightens to say, this is what's normal. Things People people do things That's, wrong. Yeah. It's not actually actually true probably 90% of the time. Yes. It's just, you know, it's there's some part of our protective brain, that, that, that tiny mm-hmm. little brain mm-hmm. in us that sees something go wrong and then says, watch out for that, yeah. watch out for that. And yeah. then we see it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But we're talking about what unforgiveness can look like Mm. in the body. Mm -hmm. And I suppose there's ramifications for holding. When we say unforgiveness, it's also, there are words that are related to that around around bitterness and other high tension words in the body and what that looks like. Yeah, and I would say resentment. I think it's good to name them. Like I know Mm. you're giving people an idea, but I think it is good to name them in case people haven't quite tuned in into what that is so like bitterness and resentment and feeling just a real sense of injustice and that the yes. world is against you yeah yeah that can often be tied in with the whole unforgiveness thing as well and with carrying stuff that's happened to you and yeah it manifests like you see it over and over again it manifests as pain or as disease yeah in the body and once people recognize it and realize that it's doing them harm, physical harm now, on top of the psychological and emotional, spiritual yeah. harm that it was already doing, it's now also doing physical harm. Like, it's I, it's funny to me as humans that we, once it becomes physical, we're like, oh, okay, now it's real. Yeah. Now we need to do something about it. And we don't kind of pay as much attention when our body's trying, you know, giving all these other signals to us that something's off. Mm. But yeah, it's fascinating to see often back pain will disappear or kidney issues and I think western culture is really behind in this and this is somewhere where we looked at uh, like I was telling you the story before about how um, 
I was doing some filming once on a story around healing and I suppose faith healing and the experience of one pastor in a particular church and I was interviewing him and talking about his healing ministry mm. Mm. and it was quite a very gentle kind of thing but he would have people coming forward and then he would sense what the root was behind mm. this let's call it a manifestation this physical ailment mm. and it often for in his experience came back to not forgiving there's mm. this bitterness or this mm. resentment that still is held in the body and is finding its way out mm. uh, finding an expression for itself yeah. out in a particular yeah. way and then when the, the person wants to be well yes and, and it's trying, like when it sends those signals, it's actually trying to tell you there's something going on. I burp, want to burp, be well. Burp, yeah. Help me. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. And and we'll, and it, it doesn't it support us in whatever our focus wants to be. So that's all almost an expression. Oh, yeah. here, here you go. You've you're not yeah. emotionally. You're you're really uptight. And think, well, here's here's a body sensation to go with it. <laughs> It's my gift to you, says That's the buddy. Right, yeah. I'll support you in that. That's right. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So again, if we come into alignment mm. more with what our body is telling us and come back to some of those things that we're holding on to, then we can mm. become well. Uh, we can become well as and we... And you were saying that pastor or that minister. Yes. He would, he would pray for people. Or... Pray for people. Mm -hmm. but, and I suppose to be able... And, and would see healing come to mm. physical ailments mm. when the root was addressed yeah yeah and so when we take that say outside of that environment mm. that doesn't lessen that kind of process in any way it's not necessarily a magical incantation of yeah. something that happened in there yeah. it's actually just addressing root causes mm. and then seeing the wellness come mm. because it was still an outworking of that emotional distress yeah. yeah or dis-ease yes yeah this was a really strange experience for me because I was kind of new to understanding the real connections that our body has spiritually and my husband was rubbing my back in bed one night and he would touch this particular part on I think it was like my shoulder or something and I kept getting these flashbacks of a particular traumatic memory and I was deeply uncomfortable and became irritable and wanted him to stop doing that and then when I pondered it more I was like actually the fact that it keeps happening when he touches that part what is stored in that part of my body like this this particular memory it's too weird for that and once I took a moment to breathe through that to acknowledge it to really process what that was. I also told my husband what was going on and said, look, this is happening for me right now. I know that's a bit weird, but I just want to tell you because obviously, you know, I was pulling away and that would be a bit weird. And so just spoke that out and processed it and just said, I need to take a moment to work out what's happening for me here and not ignore it like I would like hmm. I would just have been push it under the carpet yeah, and other times been like, oh, well, I don't want to interrupt what's going on here. But that also is something I've done over and over again in my life and it's no longer honoring what's happening for your body so I chose in that moment to honor what was happening and decided to hand it over and release it but it was a really powerful lesson for me that we are far more connected than we think mm. 
we are. Mm. And after it happened, I spoke to a friend of mine who does massage and said, has this, like, when you're massaging people, is there an emotional response that happens? And he was saying, oh, absolutely. People can just stand up in tears or, you know, it's really normal that this happens. And I was like, wow, there's something in this and there's mm. something in this energy healing and touch, yeah. you know, is a incredibly powerful way of helping us get in touch with mm. what needs and realignment. I think in that whole, even, it reminds me of chiropractors and their, yeah. where, the, where so often they will recognize in what you, whatever area of the body that they're mm-hmm. working on that there's something else mm-hmm. going on here. It's, yeah. it's, it's actually, this is just a physical manifestation yeah. of something, some other I- issue that needs to be dealt with in mm-hmm. some way, like psychological, mm-hmm. spiritual issue that needs to be dealt with. So there's not really a conclusion on forgiveness, is there? Like, oh, you, know, you should do it. Mm-hmm. Apart from, it's mm. about being aware of where forgiveness sits in the way that it impacts you personally, the other person that might be involved on the other side of the story, and just how that fits in with your world. Yeah. This is for smaller stuff, usually. Not the really big stuff. That's definitely a forgiveness thing. But sometimes it's a looking back at situations and realizing that there was good intention and the outworking of that may have caused damage but the intention was there and that for the most part the person was probably trying to do the best that they could with what they had at the time and that kind of releases you to look at things through an entirely new perspective and I say that over and over again that's kind of my thing of you know helping people look at, at situations from a way that kind of frees them from the baggage and helps them move forward and releases That's them the from thing. the tie to someone else. And in, in some ways, that is, it, it's, it's about that. The whole, what world do you choose to live in? Yeah. yeah. And in some ways, that is a decision. Mm. We might think that everything's against us, mm. but what if you looked at the world that perhaps not everything is against mm-hmm. you? That in fact, the world in essence is for you, then how does that affect how you interpret what happens to you? Mm. And what meaning can you give that that might help you live a, a happier or more fulfilling or more exciting, more joyful life? Yeah, and life really can be more magical and abundant than you ever dreamed. I am living what I honestly believe is a fairy tale life. I think I have the perfect life and it doesn't mean that life is easy all the time we're going through some pretty hard stuff at the moment that's pretty painful but for the most part like we're together where I have this magical life that I could only have dreamed of and the more that I focus on that and release stuff and forgive people from my past and allow them not to take up any more space in my in my thoughts in my anything like they're out no more rent free in my life thanks mm-hmm. <laughs> you're yep. done wow life just gets better and better and I see things just in this really beautiful beautiful way mm. yeah that's fantastic just want to say that you guys are freaking awesome we are loving the messages and the feedback we get from you and um, I think we're kind of really surprised and honoured that you're still listening along with us and having a laugh and um, I hope that yeah, you're getting something found out of this or not found at all, depending on what we're spitting out on the day. 
Um, but yeah, we also understand that some of the stuff we talk about might be a bit sensitive and so you might not want to share that publicly, but if someone comes to mind that you think would really benefit from hearing one of our episodes, please shoot them a link to the episode and um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully if it touched you, it will reach them as well. Mm. Yeah, what we're trying to do uh, with this is to be really authentic and I think that part of being human mm. is really what we're gunning for and if, if that's... We do it really well. <laughs> being human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if that's something that affects, that touches you, then it will touch somebody else and mm. if you if you can think of someone to share it with, that would be awesome. It's a way that we can get our message out. And again though, if, if you've got stuff that you're dealing with um, and you want to chat with or connect with us personally then reach out you can reach out through the Facebook page or um, if it's even more than that you want to shout a big message to us then yeah. feel free to leave a message yeah. on our website as well at freeforum.com so that'd be really cool and also if you contact uh, if you want to reach us personally individually and you want to message the free falling facebook page daryl offers coaching after psychotherapy we're happy to connect with you and um, help you you know in your journey if that's something that you think would benefit you we are here to discuss that and work out if it might be a good fit yeah absolutely